Welcome to Tanya's Good Vibes Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything that makes us feel good, we exude positivity, we party through love and light, and we talk about all the blessings through the tough parts of our personal journeys. My guest today is a psychic life and leadership coach. She's here today to help us embrace and shine our light. Let's give a warm welcome to Mari Roberts. So happy to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited just to obviously chat with you because you're just delightful, but Aww. hopefully just share some info and insights with your community. Yeah, we had like a, a great chat and I love your story, you know, and you come from more of a corporate setting, nonprofit, and then you moved into, you know, your own psychic and you just, just like helping people life coach. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the personal journey that you went through. Yeah. So yes, I actually, I'm still in the corporate world and I'm balancing the corporate world and building a business, which is very challenging. So don't let anyone tell you it's not, <laughs> but we keep going because it's our passion. So let's see, I'm psychic and I didn't know it. <laughs> and so that's the kind of fun thing is I've been psychic my whole life, but I didn't know it. And there were signs that I just didn't realize. So when I was little, and I think I shared this with you in some of our previous conversations too, when I was little, I used to walk between the Star Trek people. So basically at night, I would wake up in the middle of the night, either go to the bathroom or go to my parents' room. And in the doorway between both of their, between our rooms was what I called the Star Trek people. And I didn't think anything of it. I didn't even realize that that wasn't normal. I didn't tell anyone because again, I knew they were protecting us. Mm. And the, I think the fun part about that is my brother and grandmother, my older brother and grandmother used to watch Star Trek and I hated that show. Oh. I just wanted to play with my Barbies. Who wants to watch Star Trek? It was, well, was kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Sorry to any listeners to, that like yes. Star Trek. <laughs> Imagine again, we're talking about someone who is between, gosh, I mean, I was probably between four and probably four and seven when I was walking between the Star Trek people. So, you know, that's kind of boring to a four and seven, you know, someone between four and seven years old. Mm -hmm. And as time progressed, basically, I, I stopped seeing the Star Trek people because I watched a Disney show where it was like Disney Dracula. And I woke up in the middle of the night and there was what I thought was Dracula on my other bed because I had twin beds. And that then led to me sleeping with a light on, mm, <laughs> you yeah. know, because uh, I didn't want to have bad dreams or see anything again. And mm. I didn't see anything again. And that led to me having very, very vivid dreams. And at that point, I was having some reoccurring vivid dreams. And when that would happen, I would wake up again in the middle of the night. I would not tell my parents and I would just leave the light on until I passed out. And I did this all through high school. Like mm. my dreams would, I think my dreams changed a little bit, I'd say, 
but there were definitely certain dreams that were reoccurring that they were not nightmares either. They just were very vivid and they were still disturbing to me or upsetting enough for me to not want to have that dream again. And I'd stay up in the middle of the night. Again, my parents did not know. I did not utter a word. I have no idea why. I just didn't bother, to be honest. I still don't know why. And maybe just on a soul level, I knew that like... Maybe they wouldn't understand or they'd say, (sighs) oh, it's just a dream. Oh, it's not real or... Yeah. And I don't even know if I could explain it to them. Mm. Right. Or if they would not think that it was, you know, especially my teen years, they could have just thought it was teen angst. You know, Mm. what I later found out was that when you have very, very vivid dreams, that is a sign that you're intuitive. And so I think I'd like to just call Mm. that out to everybody. If you have really vivid dreams, you might just want to start to journal journal them down, jot them down. I have gotten extremely lazy in that and that I now just um, dictate into my phone what my dreams are because when you wake up in the middle of the night to write your dreams and it's pages after pages, you realize that you will never sleep again and you have to find new ways of tracking your information. (laughs) And it could be, yeah, you're very intuitive and I, I have had personal experiences where yes, reoccurring dreams or dreams that don't make sense or dreams from, it's funny that you say Star Trek people. For me, it was dreams where we were, I was like on a spaceship you know, with people that I knew my whole life and that I didn't know who they were. Like I never saw their face, but I had so much love for them and they would bring me around and we were like family. And I'm like, Oh, what is this? But I would have reoccurring dreams of the same thing going on journeys with them. And I later realized that it was part of my past life after I did a quantum healing hypnosis therapy. It was just pieces of, you know, who I was and what I went through in other lives. And and so sometimes it could be a message from, from another realm. Sometimes it could be a past life. It, sometimes it could be your higher self. We yeah. send you a message through your dreams. Like your dreams are so powerful and we don't yeah. even know. We just kind of, we kind of make sense of it sometimes. So you're right. Keeping a journal really is, it helps. It helps. And also someone shared with me who's a dream sort of analysis person was that you are every part of your dream. So that's kind of deep depending on your dream, right? When you're like every part and every aspect of your dream, it's some some reflection of you or some information for you. Mm-hmm. So unless you're a prophetic dreamer and you're able to like see what's coming in the future, then you'll mm-hmm. your dreams will be a little bit different, right? Because you're actually seeing the future. But if you are dreaming just a regular quote unquote regular dream, it is you're all aspects of the dream. And I read the study. It was a study on seeing, let's say, your family that had passed on in your dreams, if it's real or not, or if it's just, you know, not imagination, but maybe your memory of them. And there's a way to tell. And the way is, if you are able to connect with them and have a full conversation with them, you're actually having a conversation with them. If they're not talking to you or if they're not, you know, you're trying to communicate with them, it's just a memory. So you can actually speak to whoever has passed on and they sometimes have messages for you or they just want to hang out with you and that's the best way to do it. So I just found that so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes a lot of sense what you're saying for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, it makes me think of, you know, 
times that I've had dreams where people have come in and it's bit, it's usually feels pretty profound. And so that I, I would say that's another good tell is yeah that feeling of you were really with them and really talking to them. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So I guess fast forward, because <laughs> I could be like, oh, the middle years. Um, <laughs> so fast forward, my dad actually passed away. And when my dad passed away, it was actually at like the little gathering after his service. My, my younger brother's really good friend was there. And she basically said to me something about my skin looking good. And that made me need to research her. And so that was like, I'd say the very, very first ping. And I don't think I've spoken about this too much. I usually like talk about sort of when it really first happened, but Mm. or my first true like beginning to the awareness of my psychic gifts but she was the first person that told me I was psychic so basically I had this ping to again find out more about my brother's friend who said I had nice skin I see on Facebook that she's an intuitive and I had no idea she was an intuitive and so I reached out to her I set up some sessions with her And she told me that I was empathic and I was very empathic and she gave me some different tips and things. And I, I heard her, but I didn't hear her. She was telling me I was psychic essentially, but I just heard like every, in in my head, I heard everyone's empathic. Of course, everyone, everyone is. Mm -hmm. And she actually told me that things were going to start happening quickly. And again, I thought it was all related to my corporate job and my corporate life. I didn't even think about it in terms of like my spiritual life. I wasn't even, again, she told me I was empathic and I heard everyone's empathic. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, she was the one who opened the door for my subconscious really to Mm. begin to be open to the possibilities of my gifts. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so then I moved to the Pacific North. So I lived in the Bay area at that time. I moved up to the Pacific Northwest for a job. And I, I literally was like, I don't know why I'm here, but I know there's a reason. And I thought it was again, my job and my career because I got the job very easily. The move to the Pacific Northwest was super easy. Mm. I just thought everything was related to the job. Mm. That job was soul sucking PS. Um, so it was not the job. <laughs> it was not the job. Uh, but so I'd say within that first year of being here, maybe not even the first full year of being here, I went to Woodby Island for a little weekend getaway with my mom who came up to visit. And same thing with the pings. I went into this floral shop. It was beautiful in Langley, Washington. It's actually called Flying Bear Farm. So anyone who lives in the area or ever visits, go there. It's literally the beautiful. It's like, it's a legit florist. And she's got just the most beautiful flowers. She has a flower farm herself. It's awesome. So Flying Bear Farm, if you ever go. I always talk about it, but I never have actually said the name of the floral shop. I'm like, wait, she needs people to go there. She has beautiful things. So, so she, I started following her on Instagram. She posted about a friend's wedding and the fact that she couldn't be there. And lo and behold, the ping again, who is this person? I need to follow them. I have just been learning about shadow work and I had been really interested in shadow work. And so what is shadow work? 
Ah, yeah. So our shadow is basically there to protect us. And Mm -hmm. it usually comes from something that's happened to us or things that have happened to us between birth. And some people say like age seven, some people go up to age 20, but it's usually some type of trauma. And I used to get triggered by the word trauma because I always thought trauma meant something major, but trauma does not have to be major. It could be like you were in this low reading group and because of that, you have this thing of protecting yourself so no one can see you as dumb because you were in this low reading group, right? Mm, yeah. um, two much more profound trauma. So it, it can vary, but our shadow is basically protecting us from the thing that hurt us. But in that, it also can limit us. And it's not about getting rid of your shadow. It's understanding your shadow, exposing your shadow, and integrating your shadow. So shadow work can happen in a lot of different ways. I actually worked with a shadow work practitioner who does, I would say, like a form of like hypnosis and connecting with her spirits and your spirits to help you kind of expose and under, uncover and realize what's in the subconscious. Cause that's the other piece. It's like in our subconscious mind, you know, mm-hmm. what takes us back. Yeah. There's so many other ways you can do shadow work. There's, there's books on it. I cannot remember this lady's name, but she is, I think it's called the dark side of the light chasers. I've actually never read the book, but I know it's like a big book to like learn about shadow work and learn how to uncover it. But yeah, it's basically, it's there to protect us from feeling that hurt that we felt when we were younger. And when you can uncover it, it actually can be freeing. And again, it's not about getting rid of it. It's just about understanding it and integrating it. Acknowledging it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I want to look into it. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And so I was really interested in it, thinking like it could be helpful for me just in life in general. And I, of course, go down the rabbit hole on this woman that she's saying, had, you know, congratulations on your wedding. And sure enough, this lady is a shadow worker. So I reach out to her and we start working together. I send her a, a very long email. <laughs> And she responds back with a call, like, your email was really long. We should probably talk. <laughs> I started working with her for, for shadow work. And she also had a meetup for intuitives. And she was like, you should come to this meetup. You're very intuitive. And I mm-hmm. said, sort of the same thing that my, my brother's friend said. I'm like, well, yeah, everyone's intuitive. So finally, I decided to go. And when I went, again, I wasn't owning any of my gifts. So I didn't even tell my husband that I was going to the intuitive jam is what it was called. I told him I was going to the jam. I wasn't owning anything. And that's where I did my first essential like reading basically. And it was, you know, you, and and for anyone who's interested in uncovering their gifts or just understanding how their intuition works, find some kind of a meetup. It's a great place to practice. It's a great place to meet people who are like you or who are trying to uncover their gifts or mm. who don't even know that they have gifts to, you know, you have gifts, but you're looking for a community. It's just a great way to feel seen, especially yeah. as you're uncovering your spiritual gifts, I think is how I'd, how I'd explain that. Yeah, because sometimes you might feel like you're 
you're crazy or no one around you. And that's how you know you're going through a spiritual awakening is people around you start saying, mm, like, kind of weird, like you're talking weird, you're like hippie dippy, or, you know, they don't understand what it is. Some of them might just be open to it and just listen, but not really understand. So it feels good to be around people who are like open in that kind of way and who want to expand on their gifts and help you exp get to know yours. And it's good to have a community because sometimes it could be very lonely and, or hard, hard to understand. Yeah. Or if you're like, I feel like I didn't really talk about it. I wouldn't say I was embarrassed either, but I didn't really know people who were interested per se. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to go to somewhere where you can feel seen is really beneficial. And so yeah. it could, you could, you can find meetups, even Facebook groups. There's Facebook groups There's out so there. That, yeah. 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 And uh, the only thing I will tell you and say is if you find one and it doesn't feel like you jive, don't feel like you have to belong in there. There's plenty of groups out there that you can find. Yeah. I will put that out there. Cause I do feel like sometimes people feel like, well, this is all I can find. So I, I, I should stay there and they may not be your people. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I started going there. I did the first time I said something for someone asked a question and I responded and I told them, you know, that I thought that they needed, I saw trees and that they needed to be out in the trees. And I mentioned I have a corporate job, a soul sucking corporate job at that time. And I hadn't been to the meetup for a couple of months because of my job and travel. And when I came back, the person was like, I was looking for you at the last meetup because remember you told me to go out and or that you saw me around trees. Mm -hmm. I, the very next day, someone, one of her friends invited her to go camping out of the blue. So she decided to go. And when she got to the area where they were camping, basically she said, she looked up and she was like, I'm in the trees like I'm supposed to be. Mm. And so that was the very beginning. And then fast forward, that person who I did shadow work with became my mentor. And she was the one who really helped me in terms of challenging me to start actually doing real readings and slowly <laughs> opening up and acknowledging my gifts to people. And at that time, I was still saying I was intuitive and not psychic. But then my guides basically said in numerous different ways that I was psychic and that I need to stop saying I was intuitive and I need to own that I was psychic, <laughs> which was horrible because I could barely get comfortable saying I was intuitive, let alone psychic. It's, a, it's so interesting, eh? Like sometimes they, they give you your guides or even your higher self is like, no, like this is who you are. Stop overthinking it. Just do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you need that yeah. tough love sometimes. Yeah. I mean, literally I did a, I had an evolutionary astrology reading with someone and she wrote this huge long write up and it's, I still have it. And it's like, it's really intense. And I was like, wait. <laughs> I just thought I was a tourist. I didn't know that I had like a moon and a rising, what? <laughs> but everything was in, you know, sort of basic font. And the part that was all caps was you are psychic and your guides have been trying to tell you for a long time. So I heard it there, I think the first time. And then there was another, I can't remember the other time, but it was basically took three different times for me to hear you are psychic and you need to stop saying you're intuitive. 
And so that's how that started. Basically owning I was psychic and starting to practice and hone my my psychic gifts, basically. And I, like I said, I still have a corporate job. I did leave my soul sucking corporate job. Good. I found a different, <laughs> I have a different corporate job, but it's great because even they know I'm psychic, you know, and I'm able to own that confidently going into my corporate job and just saying, hey, guess what? Yeah. That thing, I'm also psychic. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. It really is me. <laughs> they probably have people coming up to you at work too, like saying, oh, can you help me? Or or maybe you, you're able to say things and they're like, oh my God, yeah, it's true. You know, what's been great about it is that it has, showing up as myself 100% has also made uh, other people feel comfortable to mm-hmm. be who they are. And when you're in a corporate environment and you tell people, and then they tell you that they're curious or interested, it's usually because they have, they have their own level of spiritual sort of awareness or opening that they're going through, you know, Mm. and I look like a quote unquote traditional corporate person. And I'm also a spiritual person and, you know, a psychic. And so it makes it a little more, again, I'm doing all air quotes, right? It makes it more normal and accessible because I show up to work like a normal, again, all this is air quote, a normal (laughs) corporate employee. What is normal? (laughs) There is no normal. (laughs) That's very interesting because a lot of people say, oh yeah, like when you're at work, you have to be, you know, working nine to five, doing your thing. But you know, you also have that spiritual aspect. So how do you, how do you live in that environment and blend those two together? I think the first piece of the blending it together is not hiding that I have a gift. Mm. And I think the next piece to that is also just having boundaries for myself, you know, and as a psychic and anyone who's learning or uncovering your gifts, you do have boundaries, right? Like you shouldn't be reading everybody all the time, you know? I might be able to read the energy of a room for work, but I'm not going in and like reading every person and and connecting to their soul's deepest deepest secrets and desires, (laughs) right? And so I would say for anyone, because I have encountered people who are waking up to their gifts and they have the urge to just they don't know how to shut it off and they just can go into a, you know, into a supermarket or, you know, it's happened to me even where I've connected with someone and they just start telling me things that I didn't ask for. And so really understanding and connecting with your boundaries of, of when you turn it on and turn it off. It's like, Mm. it's like a doctor, right? Like we have ethics <laughs> or a coach, right? Like I'm a coach. So ethics, there's like times that you do things in, or a therapist, right? There's times that you do things and the times that you don't do things. There's times that you turn it on and times that you turn it off. There's ways you connect and ways you don't connect. And so right. in the corporate world is that same thing, but I think what it, what makes it, what makes it easier. And what I would tell people is the more you can be authentically yourself, the more you can just show up and do what you need to do at, in your corporate world, the more I can feel into my work in a different way. And then when I come home and I'm, I'm doing my business, then I can just do my business. And then there's benefits to having that corporate background into, in my business, right? I have a different, I have a different lens because I've had that corporate exposure. 
Mm-hmm. And you work in HR, right? You yeah, yeah. I work in HR. <laughs> yeah, I work in HR. I used to, I used to be in uh, recruiting. So I used to be in university recruiting, recruiting uh, interns and uh, new grads, as they call them, or college grads, whatever, depending on your company. But now I'm in learning and development. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, cool. yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm in HR too. And yeah, that's what I, I love. Do. Yeah, it was just so funny because when we had our chat, we didn't even know that about each other. We kept saying the corporate world, the corporate world. I come from the, and then we're like, I'm like, yeah, I'm an HR, HR advisor. You're like, ah, I'm in HR too. So it's just so interesting because HR is all about communication and connecting with people. And yeah, you're right. When I would walk into a room, reading the energy of the room, sometimes you could tell right away someone's having a bad day or ne- being negative. And, and like, I call myself Tanya's good vibes, but it's, it's me, it's who I am. So when I walk into a room, I, even if I had the crappiest day, I'll make someone feel good or say something to make them laugh or whatever. That's just the vibe that I want to give off. And when you're in a soul sucking environment, it's hard to be yourself so you have to get out of it. Like, even if you're scared or you're like, I don't know if I could find another job or whatever, it's affecting a lot more of yourself than you actually know. And it could lead definitely yeah. burnout and depression. But even for, for your emotional, your intuition, your spiritual self, it, it closes the doors. Like, you know, the door will never be closed, but it, you can't, you can't be who you really are. So yeah, get out of that, get out. <laughs> yeah. You're set, you said it so well. And you know, it's funny because kind of, I guess what goes back to like, if you think about having or being tapped into your gifts, you know, I've always been a person who was like, I will always get a job. I always get a job, hmm. you know? And I also am clear that sometimes I may not get the job I desire, but I will always get a job and I will always have a job. And it's just a belief I have, right? And so it takes work to get the job. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're in the corporate world, it takes the work. But having that mindset and that true belief, I think that's part of like that knowing of you're gonna you're gonna land on your feet. Yeah, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, mm-hmm. the opportunity will always come to you. If you, mm-hmm. if you put it out there, like that's your mindset. You, I never have to worry about having a job. I will always have one or one will always pop up for me, the right one. Mm-hmm. Or So mm-hmm. by you manifesting that, it does come to you. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, you, you still have to work for it. You still have to go for it and apply and, and all that. But you, you're, you're cool about it. You're like, okay, it will come. The right one will come. So yeah. stay in that mindset and follow your intuition. Um, I would say the one thing though is also just pay attention. If something is not coming to you or it continues to not work out, there could be a reason. Mm. And so assessing what that reason is, you know, sometimes uh, I talk about the pings, right? Well, there's pings, they're light, you start to listen to them, but sometimes you have to get like the brick on your head that gets you to actually hear and listen. And so if you continue to go down a path and you continue to get the brick, it may be because your subconscious is guiding you in a different direction. There may be like a deeper calling in your soul that you are too afraid to acknowledge if you start to acknowledge it you may be able to start seeing doors open you know and 
it could be that it's not a full-time job, right? It could be like your passion is maybe to be an artist and maybe you aren't going to make a ton of money being an artist, but maybe you start doing art on the side where it's just starting to fulfill your soul and your purpose and other things start to become a little bit easier in your life, especially in that career space, right? So just, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, I guess is, is what I would say. Yeah. You, very well said. When I go on your website, I see that you confirm what people already know to be true to themselves. Does that mean like you're able to help them with their intuition? You say redirecting energy. So what does that actually mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes that's a great question. So my gifts, my psychic gifts are present tense. So I am not a psychic medium. I do not see dead people. I do not see into the future. So I'm not the person you come to if you want to know what's going to happen in 10 years. And by the way, even if you could be told what's going to happen in 10 years, you still have free will. At all ends of the spectrum, you have free will. So what you could be told and what actually happens are very different things. Mm -hmm. So I am, everything I get is present tense. It's about your life today. And so I am able to validate what's true to you. And so I don't like to use declares because I can never remember what declares are. So I also feel like that just makes it sometimes unaccessible or unattainable to people. So I see, hear, feel, and know. That's it. And when I am working with a client, I am see, I see, I feel, I hear, I know. And so I can tell you about your present state. I can validate the things that you may have questions about. And then I I call it a prescription because I don't even know what else to call it. I know to know what to tell you, what to do with the information I am receiving. And some of this is teaching you how to connect with yourself and your own knowing and intuition. And sometimes, yes, I do connect to your energy of you, maybe even as a child, because it's telling you what's, it can tell you what's kind of the block for today, but it is to free you from that. And it's allowing you to start to connect to your own knowing and allowing you to open up to trust your own your own desires of your heart so that you can truly live in the present and live the life that you want and that you are driving for. And when I, when I, it's funny because when I talk about purpose, it's like a two, two way street, right? There's, there's purpose in that the life you are leading today is full of purpose. Who you are today is full of purpose. The purpose is what it is, you living your life as it is. Mm -hmm. But then there is that deeper heart knowing purpose of, you know, if you're feeling lost and you don't know what to do, I I can tap into that and then help you to uncover it. And again, you have choice, but if you choose, you can start to actually truly live your purpose. And I believe that everyone, or at least the people I'm working with, (laughs) right? they already know deep in their heart and their soul what it is they want to do. And it's sometimes just uncovering that and getting off that treadmill of like the shoulds of what I supposed, I'm supposed supposed to do or the corporate job I'm supposed to have or the blah, blah, blah says I'm not supposed to do blah, blah, blah to actually acknowledging what is true to you and then owning it and beginning to move forward with it. Mm. So again, I just think it's really important to remind people like, your life as it is today is purposeful. You have purpose as you are today, but owning what's actually deep in your soul and everyone, you know, 
if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like that thing you're like, you might even be too afraid to actually utter the words out loud, but deep inside, you know, there's that thing you want to do or that you've always desired to bring to life that's who I'm helping uncover and get confident so that they can actually live that next level of their purpose. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you don't have purpose today. Yeah. And, and it could be so simple too. Like when I tapped into what my purpose is, I was like, Oh, like, is there going to be like a bright light that pops up in a ding? And you know, it's, it's so my purpose is just to help people and to love. That's it. And I was like, but what is the meaning? What is it? And, and my higher self was like, you could do it anywhere in the world. You could do it virtually. You could do it in person, whoever, even if you talk to someone at the supermarket, you're loving, you know, spreading good vibes to people. And that's what you need to do wherever you go, whatever you do, that's what you got to do. And that's it. So simple. So why are you overthinking it? So it's just funny because, you know, we tend to like try to say what is the meaning, but deep down inside, we really do know that like I, for me, it was always like, I want to help people. I want to connect with people. I want to have love, like everybody love each other. I know it sounds like very, doesn't. So yep. it actually doesn't sound hippie at all. <laughs> and don't you think we need that more right now? True. I mean, True. Seriously. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, we need people to see people for who they are and accept people for who they are. And that's what you're doing, right? Hmm. Like you're giving them love. You're letting them be who they are. Right. Yeah. Without judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's awesome though. And, and by the way, when you say it's just to love, it's like, no, that's huge. <laughs> Cause like when people are like, probably maybe they come up to you and they're like, what do, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? And you're like, okay, you already know deep down inside let me help you and everybody has a gift everybody yes. has a a talent that and and like you were saying it doesn't have to be like you could have your corporate job but if you love painting explore it because that's what's going to bring you closer to yourself and yeah. so it's it's it is pretty simple but at the same time it's still, it's still hard because we're not taught these things no no and by the way you could also do your art on the side, have your corporate job, and as gifts, you give art to people at work because that's what lights you up. You can have your office full of art to share with anyone who comes into your office space, right? Like, mm. it doesn't have to be all or nothing. For some people, it is all or nothing because that is the path, but it is not, it is not black and white, you know? Mm the journey is not black and white. (laughs) If it was, you know, our lives would be all very different and we wouldn't be contemplating or pondering anything. (laughs) Right. Well, when we come down here, we kind of forget who we are, right? We go through some type of, I guess, amnesia and we, as life progresses, some people never wake up. Unfortunately, that's their life path, but you know, what you start questioning things life sometimes is a traumatic experience that happens in your life sometimes it's you know you you find it you seek it the people around you influence you and you just explore it and then you start to get to know who you really are and mm-hmm. why you're here and mm-hmm. so it's just like the process i'm i'm saying the, this but this 
I'm going through this process right now and it's just so interesting because when I first started, I was like, you know, what do I do? Who am I? Like, I have a, a you know, a passion. I don't know how I'm going to connect with people. And I started this podcast and like, it brought me closer to people like you where you're just like, yeah, like this is a thing, you know, I'm yeah. psychic. That's my job. That's who I am. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm still unfolding what that means. Right. Mm. This is really the beginning of the journey, which is really funny. It, you know, it's like, I don't know what's coming. I don't know how I'm meant to help people beyond this. Right. You know, there's Mari Roberts life as she is today. And that's, I've started calling my business. She, she has, she is an entity. She is an essence, right? She's energy <laughs> and how she evolves to help people in the future. I don't know, hmm. but I know that this is the right path. And I would have never thought that this was my path <laughs> ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no one goes, no one wakes up and goes, I want to be psychic and tell people I'm psychic because you know, everyone thinks psychic is just someone who's lost their mind and it's not true. And it's all, you know, beyond woo. It's, you know, yeah. Uh, people don't choose, we don't choose to have these gifts that are so profound and what the word I'm looking for is not coming to me, but it's like, you, we have to be exceptionally vulnerable to acknowledge who we are in a world that is not quite as accepting of psychics or, you know, healers and the way that maybe they were accepted or other cultures accepted it are right now. Right. We're not in that space. Right. Right. Um, and for a long time, that wasn't the case. <laughs> you know, it's probably, I've had other healer friends say, well, because we were burnt at the stake like a million times ago. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> probably. Know. Yeah. So it's like, you you're know. a witch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you're right though. And these, these things are so ancient, but like these ancient cultures, we still, we're still practicing today. And we're so, I mean, they are doing something, right? It's not something we're just picking up and we're saying, this is the way it is. Yeah. These are ancient practices that come from uh, very developed civilizations. So yeah, yeah. that we're so, more open, I guess, spiritually than, than we are today. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and the world was different then, right? I mean, very different, but mm -hmm. I would say for anyone who is going through the sort of awakening or who is trying to find their community, just knowing that it does exist and there are people like you out there. And as you find those people, it becomes so much easier to step into your own gifts and mm -hmm. You will be surprised. Your friends will accept you. You may have some friends that fall off and that's fine. But that's fine. When, yeah. you, when you start to tell your good friends, most of your good friends already know. They mm -hmm. may not have the words to articulate it or would not have used the same, expressed it in the same way that you express it. But as you start to share, you will be surprised how many of your friends basically aren't surprised by the things you're saying to them. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I'm going through that right now, actually. And yeah. some of them are like, mm. and then some of them are like, oh, can you do Reiki on me? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm open, to, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, it's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah.
And yeah. don't be shy to reach out to us, anyone who's listening to this. If let's say you feel like this really resonated with you or you just want to connect and tell us your experience, we're always open. So you could add us or email us or I'll leave the details in the description and you could reach out to us. We're always open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For sure. For sure. So, uh, oh yes, we've reached the, the hour mark. Unfortunately, I really love chatting with you, but do you have any final advice or anything that you want to leave uh, to our viewers, uh, listeners and viewers? I would say, you know, the, the final advice is to really take that time and tap into your heart's desire. If you feel like you don't know what it is, then seek support to uncover it because you actually know it's just probably scary to get to. And that is where probably shadow work would be beneficial for you, just to understand what sort of, what, what you're protecting yourself from. And just remember that you have purpose, just as you are, you have purpose. And I think you're gonna put all the information in the little notes, but you could always reach out you know, you can find me at Mari Roberts Life on Instagram. You can find me there on on the internet, on the web. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> on the interwebs. <laughs> I'm Mari Roberts Life everywhere. So that's where you can find me. You can reach out, ask any kind of questions you have. I'm I'm definitely happy to to answer. Awesome. Well, Mari, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. Uh, for more information on Mari, like she I said, you can always go follow her. And then if you want to find her or her website, please check the description. If you want to hear more good vibes, please subscribe, like, and spread, or spread some good vibes by sharing this podcast with a friend. Thank you to all our beautiful listeners who tuned in today. Blessings and good vibes to all you beautiful people. <laughs>